Welcome to Love Always Self, a podcast about connection to self, reflections of self, and how this impacts our reality. We're all about trying to find balance, discovering tools for spiritual wellness, and creating a safe place to have loving conversations about a broad range of topics. I'm Carissa, an energy healer with a background in Reiki, nursing, health coaching, and personal training. I have a holistic mindset and believe that everyone and everything can work together in harmony so that we can create more balanced life experiences. And I'm Shira, a spiritual intuitive and explorer of personal truth with a background in management and finance. I feel we are all connected and guided by our own spiritual team, whom I refer to as Mount Glass. And I want to help teach you how to connect with yours. We believe we're all connected and by learning to love self, we will elevate the collective consciousness and learn to create deeper connections with each other, self, and source. As we grow and learn through our own life adventures and self-discoveries, we hope you gain insights into your own truth. Don't forget to subscribe to stay notified of new content, and we hope you enjoy the show. Yeah, anyway, so I don't know. I feel like, you know, whenever we're going through this and I, and I don't even want to say it to the point, Carrie, where it's like, this is only happening for like a, a split minute of time, right? Like, it's not like that. This is a continuation. This is something that once these like doors are opening for you to just barely take a step towards it, even if you don't want to step all the way through, you're moving, we collectively, this planet, every being on this planet is just, and this is how they just show it to me, right? This is the, this is the mental image that I get is just like this two French doors. And that might be the, the home uh, improvement stuff that I watch all the time. This is how they would communicate with me because they know I like it. Right. So like these, these two double French doors opening and beyond that is something you didn't even know was possible. Beyond that is You had no idea it was there. You had no idea it was there or you just forgot. So now you're either receiving little trinkets of memory and you're like, hmm, I'm curious. Can I do that? Do I I do that? Can I do that? Do I have the ability that so many others have these special gifts, you know, which is why I don't like calling them gifts. But like so many people have these special gifts and I've just, I mean, but maybe, you know, I've always felt that, no, I'm not special like that. You know, I don't, I don't have that ability whatsoever. And now it's turning into more of a, well, shit, all these other people have this, like, it seems to be increasing. It's like the doors to the secret garden open and then all of a sudden the mosquito net falls down and you're like, oh, poof. It's gone. I don't it's see gone. it anymore. It was, <laughs> was it even there? <laughs> Goodbye, Vale. So <laughs> I don't remember that being there. That's weird. Cause that's what we'll do looking back mm-hmm. at this time, like years from now, we'll look back and be like, Oh, th- remember that time when we couldn't do any of this shit? Or that was weird that time when we doubted everything, when we doubted everything, we were super fucking judgmental. And like, you know, no matter we were what, attached, <laughs> we were so attached to our egos and our things, and our possessions and like, or this and that, and like, you're in this box and you're in this box and that's the only way you're going to be cool. You know, like, and that's like, yeah, I, I'm, that's the part that makes me excited. Like, even though it's such a, what's the word tumultuous, like 
experience to kind of go through. Like if, I mean, if that's the way you want to perceive it, like it, it feels heavy going through it, but it makes you also like, hell yeah, everybody wake up. Because I know at the end of that waking up period, actually, there's no end to it. It just continuously happens. But at the towards that goal, right, there is this place that we could all get to that won't be as heavy, that won't feel this great divide that we've been feeling and are bringing our awareness to that it's that it's here, right? It won't have all of these like the ups and downs won't feel as judgmental it won't feel as withdrawn is a good one i i think too like the that brings me back to that egoic thought process of trying not egoic thought process but that uh desire right to read people that's based in the egoic mind and it's like the ego is almost saying well there's that beautiful secret garden over there but i can make one too like let me reinvent the wheel (laughs) and like it it, all it takes is stepping out of the way ego yeah you've already got it you don't need to recreate it it's been done it's there we have access to it there's no secret key there's no you know gate code other than just being willing And what's even more interesting is this constant thought process of, oh, I'm going to totally go into this. Okay. So you know how like there are those that want to say they can call it an ego death or they call it, uh, there's, there's other words for it that I'm, I'm just not coming up with that, that other people might phrase it as, right? I believe that, and this is just my belief, but I believe that we have these human body mechanisms that are in place to protect us, but we have historically trained it and raised it and practiced it, practiced it, that's not a word. Practice it. Practiced. <laughs> oh, God. Um, English. English. Uh, you know, to behave in a certain way, and it's become the more dominant feature of our existence. And and to play on that, we have been taught to be limited. On top of that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's like a cake. It's like a cake, a cluster F. Cluster F cake, layer upon layer. It's like an onion. You gotta peel it all off. Thanks, Shrek. So, you know, but no, I just, I'm just thinking that, like, you know, I don't necessarily believe that you need to remove your ego 100% because there are some areas of that that is protecting your physical form. Yeah. It's not to say that ego is bad. It's not good. It's not bad. It just is. Right. You got to learn how to work with it and, and, mm-hmm. and, and tell it who the actual boss is, right? Like, <laughs> like, like who gets to make the decisions around here? <laughs> so I love that because I played with that when I was going through, uh, I think, you know, oh, this is going to be a little bit, a little personal, but 
I, I told you about how when I was going through the healing from my surgery, I couldn't use the bathroom and it was driving me crazy. And some of the things that I had started practicing during that healing process was that I was in control of this body, that the spiritual side of me had a bitch bigger say in this body, in this physical form than what I thought, right? So I was like, okay, we're just going to try this because I'm desperate, right? Like, I mean, this is what we do as humans. We wait until like the moment of you can't, you can't let go anymore. You have to try this shit because I've reached the point of no return. So this is when I'm going to wait to actually put this impl or implement this whole process, right? Oh, we're so cute. So, but I was like, I was desperate, you know, I was like, oh, we're going to try it. Like what, what's it going to hurt? Like nothing else is working. I might as well give it a go. Right. So like, I'd be like, Hey body, I got you. I control you. You do not control me. We are going to work in an opposite direction. I'm going to focus all of my efforts on how I'm going to get everything in me to move. And I'm going to visualize and you're going to do it because you don't have a choice, right? Because I'm telling you to, and that's what, that's how it's going to work but I'm going to do this from a place of kindness and love and compassion because I love this body and this is my vessel and this is how I'm going to operate it. Okay. So I want you to just start from, and I'm not going to go into all that because that's kind of gross, but it worked. I went literally immediately. Well, I mean, going through that process and it navigating through little pipes, but like, <laughs> but if, but it freaking worked. And I was like, yeah. And it was, it was another like aha moment. And it's like one of these little things that happens when we're doing all of this stuff is we have these, oh my gosh, that worked. And then ego steps in, the little, little she devil in me, right? That says, hey girl, are you sure that was it? We're going to question that. It could have just been a coincidence. Your body might have just decided to go ahead and do this. You didn't really tell it to do anything. And then it's up to us to say, oh, yeah, I'm going to do it again. So, which is exactly what I did because at the time I was in my own little self-doubt circle. So, <laughs> you know, oh, my God, I did this. Oh, shit. Did I really do that? Are you sure I did that? Is this really happening? Mm, maybe not. You know, oh, shit, I just did it again. Okay, maybe there's some validity to all this, right? Like, <laughs> on, a, on a slightly, um, I don't want to say grander scale, but on, a, on, a, on another instance, when I had my foot surgery mm -hmm. uh, in 2018, afterwards, you know, my healing stagnated and my bones would not keep connecting they wouldn't keep growing together and and you know, solidifying and I ended up practicing visualization and had some growth for the or you know improvement for the first time in like three months now it wasn't enough I still ended up using the bone stimulator but you know that it was really cool to see factually on an x-ray the changes from one month to the next when I was doing the visualizations I thought that that was pretty pretty solid evidence for me at least 
Oh, dude, that blew me away when you told me about that. I was like, yes, I knew it. See, that was another moment where I was like, yes, I knew it. It works. Now, don't get me wrong. I, you know? There's there's some practice to go. There's some work to go. Well, and I think that's also like diddling in it, you know? (laughs) Okay. So, and I think that's kind of one of the important parts that we have to like come to that realization, (laughs) right? Like mm, we got to diddle, then we got to diddle, but like (laughs) that we have to come to that realization that sometimes it takes the tools that we were given, the tools that we do have to assist us, even though there is also a part of us energetically speaking, frequency speaking, spiritually speaking, right? That works alongside with the physical. We did take on a physical form, right? I mean, form didn't just poof out of nowhere. It was birthed. (laughs) So we came in and took control over it, operating it. So there is an aspect of us. I'm having an aversion to saying the words controlling your body right like, yeah I, the, the words controlling like it's it's a collaboration it's a collaborative effort oh dude I have control issues you know that yeah so. <laughs> but I mean like <laughs> using the visualizations using the positive talk like using that that you know pep talk coaching aspect it, it's like working as a team towards a goal that you have together and you are supporting your body and encouraging it. Oh, 100%. So I, I, I tend to fall towards the collaborative effort. And I love that about you because that does checkmate me a little bit, but I used control definitely in a much more like, what's the word? Yeah. 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 Right. Like, but I am the kind of person that sometimes I have to whip myself into shape, right? Like sometimes I need to be a bit more like, yo girl, control your shit, right? Like you got this. And that's my way of pep talking, right? But it needs to be in a loving pep talk. That was a pep talk. Girl, you got this. You got this. Girl, you better do this or I'm going to whoop your ass. (laughs) I'm going to whoop your own ass. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) What does that feel like? Anyway, so <laughs> you can try right now. You know, I'm not going to. Okay. But, but oh we'll, we'll pause this recording. <laughs> Mute and pause and turn video off. Okay, thanks. <laughs> so I, I don't know. I, I think that we have all these beautiful abilities within ourselves that we're just unlocking, that we're just stepping into a bit in a in a much grander scale on a humanity front, right? And I think some people it's going to hit them in the face, right? It's and just like going to full on shock. Yeah. Yeah. Like, what? Like, <laughs> what the heck is going on? I have no idea. I did not feel that I approved this. <laughs> but then there's other people that are going to be searching and like, I need this, and both are you know that's that's attached. Yeah. And you're, you're like searching for it and trying to make it happen rather than just being open to receiving it. Yeah. And opening the door and walking into the secret garden. Mm. I'm telling you that that whole visual, right? That like double French door. 
right? It's just like, this is some, what? <laughs> but that entire thing, it, it makes me like, I, I was sitting there like when we were talking and, and we were talking about this and I was getting that visual and it was like, you're, you're stepping towards or trying to step through or already seeing what's on the other side. And a lot of people are going through that, right? Sorry, I just imagined Stargate. Hell yeah. <laughs> I'm a sci-fi fan to the day Loved I die. that show. Bring it on, right? I'm ready to rewatch that. Dude, why can't we bring these, these shows back? Like, you got to bring all these other shows back. You, gotta, you can't bring that one back. Bring that one back. <laughs> Revamp I mean, that. Yeah, you can make do a like, movie. I mean... How many Stargates want... can there be? Come on. It's a galaxy. I mean, it's a universe. It's unlimited. You have unlimited potential. <laughs> Millions of galaxies. Millions. <laughs> Millions. <laughs> oh, we're a hoot today. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Um... At least I haven't broken up into Michael Jackson again. <laughs> Dude. Dude. Do it. Do it. <laughs> oh, tribute to dad. Beat it. <laughs> if you're still with us, thank you. <laughs> I apologize for your eardrums. I I want to just make sure that we might want to elaborate on this whole like when we got started, we we have been talking probably for like at least 20 minutes, maybe longer. And we started really getting into it. And we did, we were just like, dang it, record. Yeah, just a regular <laughs> meeting. We weren't ready for a recording today. <laughs> yeah, we don't normally record on this day. Normally we're doing like regular meeting stuff. So, um, but yeah, it was pretty cool because, you know, we were talking about allowing space in our conversations. Yeah, holding space for others, using that as a support mechanism to support other people. So giving space, holding space for others to process and getting comfortable with silence so that you're giving them, that's holding the space for them. This was brought on today. I, I felt like I had to download in the car that when we come from an egoic mind space or connection, right? Or we're kind of in that, that I know all, I know, everything. you know, yeah. I find that I tend to try to finish a person's sentence and let them know how they're feeling, right? When they're trying to describe what they're feeling, I start putting out words like I'm a freaking thesaurus or something. And what I see that causing and when I am that person, I feel that it causes a disconnect. It feels unsupported. It feels, A, like that person is not listening. B, you're being rushed. C, there's a lack of connection. And if you're wrong, they have to stop you and re-explain again. And so it feels unsupportive or less supportive. 
they're not feeling connected to you in that way. And you're not really being connected to them. You're connected to yourself and how you are trying to interpret them. And so when you're trying to read somebody, you're not doing anybody a favor because if you just give them space to let you know, then you will have your answer without misreading and causing more of a disconnect. And when we hold space for people, ooh, pregnant pause, <laughs> when we hold space for people, it allows them to process thoughts and feelings and emotions, putting them into words and verbalizing those words. So they are starting the processing process <laughs> to start to heal, to start to understand, to start to look at what doesn't feel right. And by allowing that space, many times a person can start to come up with their own answers, what they feel that they need to do to improve the situation. And another thing is when we're verbalizing those things, that is a release of energy. We're not holding stuff inside of us. You know, we're not letting it just fester. We're releasing it and speaking it and being like, oh, I'm done with that. So it's, it's part of a healing process that you are allowing and supporting that person with by giving them space to do so. And in another breath for that person that's working through those things and verbalizing their thoughts and emotions, you know, I said that you can start to see some answers or some opportunities for change, for growth, for setting boundaries, for, you know, a, a different aspect that you could, or a different perception of the situation. And that can open up the person to reach within themselves for the answers. Because remember, we're all connected, right? The collective consciousness, we're all connected. So we're connected to all things, including our guides all the time. So those answers can be found within when we're willing hold space to receive them. And same thing for the person trying to support, you know, somebody with whatever they're dealing with. That's, that's what we were chatting about today. <laughs> and I love what you're saying there because, you know, it's, it's allowing me time. And I, I'm, I'm almost willing to bet that anybody that is listening to this could appreciate that while somebody else is speaking, while you're engaged in a conversation or while somebody is trying to speak with you and have a conversation and get something off their mind and process those emotions and thoughts and things of that nature, and you're allowing that space, you're also allowing yourself to make determinations within yourself on either blocking your own energy, receiving that energy, allowing yourself a moment to think about how to have an interaction with the emotional states that are currently going on. Right. So even though it might feel like, you know, cause I mean, we, we, we do this all the time where I know I do this. I, I'm at fault of this. I, I, 
do it with my poor husband quite a bit. I'm sure I've done it with you, Carrie. <laughs> I I want to be that quick-witted, you know, I got to come back for this. I got to come back for this. I'm going to check mark on what you just said. And hold on, before you even move to the next sentence, let me jump in and try to like rebuttal that. Let me change your mind on how you it. feel or mm-hmm. fix it. Right. Mm-hmm. But when we do that, we're not allowing space for ourselves and we're not allowing space for the person that you're interacting with. And so we, we have talked about that on a previous episode and that's a great one to take a listen to. But that also means that when you're having those types of interactions, when you're not, you're having to kind of take a look at some of the things that are popping up in your head in the moments of them talking, right? So even while you were talking, I was giving you space to clear your thoughts, to, you know, say what you wanted to say. Um, and there are struggled moments within myself where I wanted to jump in <laughs> and Me say too. something, even if you were pausing just for a second, I'm like, Ooh, got to get in. Right. Like, let me not be comfortable with that silence for just a second. I'm going to fill it for you. Right. Which PS does not validate the person that you were just talking to. Matter of fact, it might piss them off. It might put your conversation on a completely different course than you were even planning to go. <laughs> so- I'll, I'll tell you a lot of times it puts my walls up, you know, I, yeah. I go into hermit mode and I'm like, okay, well, if I'm, if I'm can't speak my mind, right. Why right. try? Absolutely. Absolutely. It does. And so you just kind of, you kind of weigh your options on, uh, you know, get that piece of information out right then and there, or wait until that person is actually done having that conversation. And by the time they're done talking and you have allowed them to say what needs to be said, releasing that thoughts and emotions, you might actually have found out that something completely different was going on and your perception might've changed on how that conversation's going or what's being said to you mm-hmm. because you've had time to even absorb it and, and take on that information. I know in, you know, my relationship, I always feel like I don't need as much time to think about things. So I'm like, no, no, no. I want an answer right now. Right. Right you know, my spouse is not like that. Sometimes he wants to wait till he's like, I heard everything you said. Okay. It took a while for us to get to the point where we say, I heard everything you said. (laughs) (laughs) So we've worked on that particular piece of communication between the two of us, right? Where there's confirmation of, I've heard everything you said. I need to think about all of that. I need to absorb it. And every single time the very next day, you know, sometimes it's shorter than that, but the very next day he'll come in and he'll be like, okay, so I thought about those things. This is what I took away from it. This is what I'd like to do. You know, let's work together, blah, blah, blah. Right. And you're like, well, oh shit. I've literally just been mad like the entire night thinking you didn't hear anything I just said, but you did hear it all. You absorbed it all. And wow, that was actually really good. Right. But I have to work on that internally on let go of controlling when he will absorb that information or when the other person I'm talking to will be able to take and bring it all in, you know, like it's not always on my clock 
because it is an exchange between two separate individuals that we do have a connection to source. We do have a connection to each other. We are all part of the collective consciousness, but sometimes it takes others a little bit longer to tap into that than it does the person that's sitting in there in that chair listening to it. So. And, and it's, it's, you know, I think for me, cause I, I'm very much like Steven where I like to mull over it. And a lot of times what, what I notice in me is something will feel just off. Right. And, you know, John will come to me with a question be like, this is what I want to do. Cool. And I'm like, I don't know. Oh, the decision-making for you. And That's I'm the like, best. You're, you know, you love it. <laughs> I'm like, I'm going to think about it and I'll get back to you. I do the same thing. Like, I don't feel ready to make a full decision to say if I'm okay with that or not yet. And it's, it can be hard to test that patience. Um, there's your favorite word patience. Oh my gosh. And, um, <laughs> I think that again, uh, one of the most important things about this is getting comfortable with silence because that can be really deafening. Silence can be overwhelming. And for people that haven't had a lot of practice with calming their mind, watching their thoughts, float by like a cloud, not getting attached to them, not feeling like they have to take an action on them. That's really hard. And that's still something that I struggle with that I still have to practice, you know, especially when I get out of my meditative practice on a regular basis. That's really hard to sit there for five minutes without fidgeting, without looking at my phone, without going down a rabbit hole in my head. Like, it is hard. And for a lot of people, it, it can be uncomfortable because they didn't grow up with that being a part of their home life. Like constantly having the TV on, constantly having video games on, you know, having to run back and forth through uh, different extracurricular activities. You know, you never just sit still and be. Have you ever thought that just being is doing being is an action, just like resting is an action. It may not be active, but you're doing something. <laughs> that was good. It may not be active, but it is an action. Oh, I love it. Mm -hmm. And the biggest culprit, phones. I'm telling you what. Freaking notifications, man. Notifications. I, I actually went through a period of uh, going, there's a setting in the iPhone. I saw it on TikTok. Thank you, mm -hmm. iPhone hack TikTok. I saw a, a, a TikTok where somebody was showing you how to go in and you take those little red little markies. I don't know what they're called. Whatever, the little notification marks that you get on your folders on your phone. And it says one. Like, so if you have like oh. a text message, it's got a little one in the corner. If there's two, it's got a two in the corner. And all of a sudden mm -hmm. it just like lights up like a Christmas tree on your phone and you have to action it to get rid of the little red marks, right? <laughs> so, so I actually just went in and unless it's a text message or a phone call, I turned them all off. Turned them all off. I was like, nope, this is way too much. It, all of a sudden my phone started ruling me. So <laughs> it just took over. <laughs> And then you sit and then you 
I mean, I'm surprised most people don't have some kind of like a tendonitis in your hands or whatever you they call do. it. They do. You're it's just like a, not privy to that information. It's just like a permanent cup. Well, haven't you ever like a Lego heard of hand? The, the horn? Yeah. The horn that's growing on the back of people's heads? No, I haven't like heard of that. Skull? What? Yeah, because they're doing this. They're the technique. Oh gosh. And 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 the skull, what it's doing to be protective is it's growing a little you can't see it, but it's growing like a little horn at the base of the skull to protect I'm your spine. Absolutely mortified right now. What? From doing this, from looking down at your phone. <laughs> Put your phones down, people. Oh Put your God. head up. Look up. Look around you. There's a lot of magical shit going on. Oh my God. I'm going to end up back at a doctor's office having an x-ray. Is there a tail <laughs> on my neck? Tell me. Is there a tail on my neck? Matter of fact, don't tell me. Just Is give me a look. Me? I'm going to walk out. <laughs> we'll just call you horny. <laughs> no. Oh. no. Oh. You know, there's certain things in life that I kind of wish people wouldn't tell me. You know, <laughs> well, that's how you get your, why you get off your phone. <laughs> oh my gosh. <laughs> oh, um, but, but you know, something I did notice too, is when I'm like trying to read people, when I'm doing that action, when I'm trying to, mm -hmm. to guess where people are at before letting them tell me, I feel myself like leaning forward, like ready to be like, Jeopardy button. You're... It's a whack-a-mole. Ding. I got it. I got the answer. What is frustrated? Like, and when, when I'm actually like in that heart-centered space, when I'm connected to allowing other people to work through their shit and release it. Not, not even, that's not even the purpose in my head. It's just listening, right? We're just being there to listen, to, to receive what they're feeling, not to take it on, but to receive their information so that you can provide support. I actually feel myself in this more like relaxed, leaning back position, just kind of like, you see like a therapist, right? Leaning back in the chair, just like, yeah. It's a campfire conversation. Yeah. 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 It's a campfire conversation when you're completely in a great, you know, space in your own self and just, you know, visual, uh, maybe, maybe try that. Right. Like I'm going to visualize it. Look, don't go setting fires inside your house, man. Please don't set fires in front of, inside your house. That's not cool. So like, <laughs> you know, we do not encourage or endorse that. So <laughs> You know, like have a visualization in your head, in your head, <laughs> and like, you know, have a, have, have a nice little campfire in your head around. Or a candle. Or a candle. Safely. And, you know, be in that relaxed, like conversation space. Because when you are tapping into that love frequency, when you are expressing love for somebody else while listening to them, that conversation is a lot more entertaining and fun and enjoyable to be in. 
right? And I'm not Maybe saying not that entertaining. Yeah. Inter- okay. Sorry about watching you cry is no, entertaining. entertaining. Yeah. So, <laughs> but you know what I mean? Like you, you, you're more like, oh my gosh, yeah. Tell me every, you know, f- I want to feel that. I want to understand you're a part what you're of going it. through. You're part of it, right? You're like you're engaged, not entertaining. You're engaged. So. <laughs> I use my words sometimes, you know. Words, words. <laughs> I make up my own words. All right, I make up my own definitions to words that already exist, you know, kind of like everybody else has done lately. You still question if words exist. I don't even. Yeah. I practiced a word. Uh, I'm pretty sure that's not real. <laughs> but I also just like realize that when I'm in that egoic state, in that leaning forward state, I feel like I am trying to rush the person. No. And not consciously, like, not always. And, well, and whether or not someone's going to say it to you, I'm sure they're feeling that because there's nothing, there's no emotion that you are producing within yourself that somebody else doesn't getting a little bit of a sense of, right? Absolutely. So, I mean, especially if they're close in proximity to you, they're going to mm-hmm. feel that even faster. So there is an exchange happening there in the in those fields. Yeah. And so no matter if you're saying it or not, or even if you're not trying to be rushed, you're going to get that sense of, am I being rushed? Am I being rushed? Am I being listened to? Do they even really care? Oh, that's when all the questions start to pop in, right? The self-doubting questions. Oh, my conversation. That's the worst. It's like when you're already in that headspace of needing to talk to somebody, it's, you're already drained. And so being cut off, it's, it's exhausting. Like all I can sit here and feel right now is just wanting to just go, like, why even try? Like you're making it harder for me and I'm already struggling to put the energy forth to tell you, like, just allow me to tell you. And that's all I, I want to do for people too. And so this is something that I've been, you know, called to work on to get better at. Cause I, you know, started interrupting people and I do this too, where I'm less than therapeutic. Well, I think you're very therapeutic. I mean, you're definitely my own personal therapy. So <laughs> you're welcome. I love you. <laughs> I love you. <laughs> well. I think that we have a really good opportunity to kind of do some more diving into the battle of the conversations and allowing silence and allowing that space for talking. We talk a lot about space, you know, and and I think that's something that I am trying to grow on and I don't always have Here's a challenge. Ooh, let's do a challenge. Yeah. Uh, For the next week, like, what do you want? Like, is this like a silence challenge? Like when you're having a conversation, it's just, it's just you, right? And you recognize that that person is pausing. Is it practicing holding space? Like you count to 10? Slowly, not one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten. Okay. I got it. I got it. Okay. 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 So... Let's do a challenge, but you have to, whoever you're talking to, you have to tell them. So this will also give you an opportunity of speaking your truth. 
So it's a multi-part challenge, okay? You have to tell them, I have decided to accept a challenge for myself that will require me to listen in full to our conversations without interrupting you. Which means that if you pause, I am going to take measures within myself to give you space to either continue talking or let me know that you've completed, right? So as long as you can kind of try to communicate that to who you're talking to, because otherwise, what if that person's not used to you doing that and you've never done it? And all of a sudden they're just like, they're, they've come into the conversation fully prepared that you're going to interrupt them on a multi, multi, multiple, you know, situation, right? You're going to keep going back and forth with them. They're, they're coming into the conversation. They know that that's what you do. So if you just sit there and you're staring at them when they pause, they might just be like, did A, hell freeze over? Did B, are you still there? <laughs> so, so you so might maybe- want to tell them. Maybe asking them, hey, I am challenging myself this week to practice not interrupting people when they're talking. If I interrupt you, please call me out on it. Yes. Okay. In a nice, compassionate way because we love each other. Hey, <laughs> bitch. I wasn't done. <laughs> Sorry. I told you. So, yeah. So let's say, I would say five to 10 seconds, right? It's kind of a quick seconds though, because 10 seconds can get kind of long. We know that by editing, but like, <laughs> you know, like, but like just a five to 10 second rule somewhere in between there, depending on the comfortability of your conversation, right? You you'll know the person that you're engaged with. I mean, if it's a complete stranger, maybe just standing there, just staring at them is probably a little awkward, well, but it's not that awkward. Like you're not just staring at them like blank eyed. You're right. You're like you're still engaging, right? You're like nodding and let's do. I was about to say maybe use physical some... expressions of receiving information, right? Instead of just. I was going to say maybe use some facial expressions. Because <laughs> I can't. I've seen that, you know, like there are some people I know that are, they don't have a whole lot of facial expressions when they're communicating. And so, you know, they're, they're kind of just um, have blazed over. <laughs> Right. And so you're kind of like, we'll call it muted, muted. Right. Right. P.S. There is nothing wrong with you people. You are beautiful in every part of yeah. way. We're just trying to understand too. Right. How to communicate this. But if you this pause. This is our practice for ourselves. Right. <laughs> if you do the pause exercise and you are one of those individuals and you know who you are, like. Please not. It, please not. <laughs> Give some form of. Yep. Got, got all that receiving. Okay. Yeah. That is an important aspect of communicating, right? Acknowledging that you've received information. Yeah. And then I say interested. yes or right. Okay. <laughs> <That's>... Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and if you've listened mm-hmm. to any of our previous episodes, you're going to know that. <laughs> right. And my right changes, right? <laughs> right. Know, right. Right. Oh, <laughs> right. <laughs> uh. All right. Well, this was a great, great little sesh, guys. I know, right? <laughs> now I can't. Now I can't unhear it. <laughs> Just practicing that silent or pregnant pause. Oh my gosh, cricket! I, okay. It doesn't work well for podcasts, anyways. <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> 
So this week's challenge is we are going to practice uh, reducing our instances of interrupting people and practicing listening and receiving information. Uh, so again, when we want to have those conversations, make sure that we tell people, hey, I'm trying not to interrupt people. Can you call me out? Let me know if I interrupt you. Accountability. Determination to be better within yourself. I love it. And I love you guys. So thank you. <laughs> oh, this is awesome. Oh, thank you guys so much for being here and enjoy the rest of your day. Yes. And of course, don't forget love first, love last, and love always. Bye, everybody. <laughs>